So we just want to bless Pastor and Kathy and thank them for just all that they've done. So I've asked uh, some of our staff and elders just to join us up here and uh, share a little bit and just encourage and bless these guys. Thank them for all that they've done in these 35 plus years of amazing ministry. So here we go. You think you're going to be all right here? All right, here we go. The Word of God tells us in Romans thirteen seven to give honor to whom honor is due. And uh, you both are due honor because you have pastored this church for over 35 years well. And so I thought what I would do is just thank you for a few things and in doing so giving you just a small honor today. First, I want to thank you for faithfully and loving serving each other as husband and wife throughout your ministry more powerful and impacting than any message that you have preached on marriage has been your living example. You have a marriage that stands out, that is an unbelievable example of Christ and the church, and you have had a tremendous effect on many by the way that you love each other. Next, thank you for never putting your ministry before your family. There are many pastor kids that grow up resenting the ministry the church, and ultimately God, because they have felt slighted and second at best to the ministry. And I have never once felt that in all the years that you are in ministry and that I lived in your home. And because of that, my brothers and I grow up loving the church and desiring to also be in ministry. Thank you for never giving up and never giving in. Ministry is hard. It comes with a lot of joy, but it comes with a lot of tears. And there are many that count the cost to be too much. But you both stayed faithful. Mom, there's some things I want to thank you for. As a pastor's wife, you've taught me so many things by your example and by the many precious conversations of encouraging words to me. Thank you for teaching me how important it is that I encourage my husband and be his biggest fan. That if the whole world is his critic, he'll come home to a safe home where he finds encouragement. Thank you for teaching me to have thick skin when it comes to offenses, but also at the same time have a soft heart, never close my heart towards people. Thank you for teaching me that my number one ministry will always be my husband and my children. And thank you for constantly reminding me that God's acceptance of me through Christ is of more value than any man's opinion of me. Dad, thank you for being more than just a speaker. You have been a shepherd. Your ministry has gone so far past just this pulpit. You have cared for your flock so well. If someone was in need, you were the first one there. Whether it's babies being born at the hospital, coming along the bed of somebody who's sick, or comforting and mourning and crying with those who have lost their loved one, you have cared for them. There are many more things that I could thank you for. But I just have one more today so I can give a chance to other people. Dad, thank you for always preaching the infinite worth of Jesus. Your goal has never been to tickle ears or be a motivational speaker. Your heart's desire has always been to honor Jesus. And as we saw today in the message you spoke, make him look glorious. And you have done that. And I thank you.
Um, thank you guys. I just want to thank you so much for your excellent, excellent ministry and for blessing my wife and myself over all these years. We're here more than 20 years. If I had to write a word over your life, it would be faithful. Both of you have been faithful throughout that whole time. I know that you as pastor of this church has just the anointed messages that you bring every week. I know that you've paid a price for that, that you've spent time every week in the Word, spent time praying. You've been faithful. Uh, the Word of God says to study is show yourself approved, never to have to be ashamed. And I know that that's, you embody that, that you're always ready to, to bring the Word and that you rightfully divide the Word to us. I just want to thank you guys again for blessing me and my wife and this, this whole church all these years. Bless you. And Kathy, so many times I've looked and seen you dabbing at your eyes during the services, and sometimes I'm dabbing at my eyes too. And I just want to thank you for the soft heart that you have and just for being a prayer warrior for the church and for your husband and for your family and just for being a blessing to all of us. Thank you so much. And I'm anxious to see what the Lord's going to do next in your lives. Bless you. So um, I've been thinking the last couple of days about the 30-plus years that you've been here servicing and preaching as, as the lead pastor. And I just was thinking about a couple of some of the, um, the numbers related to that 30-plus years. And I came up with a number, and, and it's probably even more um, like 2,000-plus messages um, that you've preached and uh, that you've read fo- probably 5,000 or more scriptures in those messages related specifically to the, to, the, to the word that you had that day. And you've told thousands of stories. He's repeated a couple. <laughs> uh, not everybody knows, but for 20-plus years, uh, pastor led worship. So he's 25 years. He... Uh, he led worship, so thousands of, of songs that he's led in worship, along with, with uh, my mom, Sister Kathy, playing the piano. Um, you've probably told more than 4,000 jokes. <laughs> um, some of them were bad, <laughs> but most of them were funny. <laughs> uh, you've put a couple of feet in your mouth, <laughs> uh, but you've preached through sickness and through pain. And uh, through good times and hard times. Now, you might say, well, being um, his son, I had no choice but to sit through those messages. <laughs> but uh, it's truly been an honor and a privilege um, to sit under this ministry and to hear you preach the word. Um, through the preaching of the word, you've blessed me, you've blessed my family, my wife, my children, sister, my brother. Um, our extended family, um, and um, even thousands of people that have sat in those seats that you may never know about on this side of eternity, who you have touched. Um, even in my own life, through trials and tribulations, I can't tell you how much it's helped through difficult times with uh, your prayers and your encouragement through the scriptures and through the preaching of the word. Um, I can truly say that, Pastor, um, practices what he preaches. When, when he leaves this pulpit, 
you know, a lot of you don't know him, you know, on, on the same level that, you know, his family does. But I, I can tell you that he's a man of his word. He, he loves Jesus. He loves the word of God. He loves his wife and his family, and he loves, he loves the church. Um, there's many things that I can say about my dad on a personal level, but as a pastor, what comes to mind, the two things are faithfulness and perseverance of the 30-plus years through the good times, through the hard times. Um, it's going to be hard for me to not hear you preach every week, but I know that as you pass the torch to Doug, uh, that it's not only the right time, but that he will continue to um, be faithful and continue to work with the seeds and the fruit and that you planted in this ministry will continue to grow. Besides, you're not retiring today. This isn't your eulogy. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so uh, I look forward um, to hearing you continue to sow into the lives of this church and, and, our, and our family as God opens new doors and opportunities for you to preach the word and influence the next generation. I love you. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess as it gets towards the end, and most people are speaking, you know, a lot of things have been said already that, you know, are true. But uh, on, on, a, <laughs> on, a, on a personal note, um, just being here for 30-some-odd years, um, you showing me the Bible and making it actually alive for me. And, uh, you basically equip people with the tools they need to get through life. You know, a lot of hard times, a lot of good times, you, you demonstrate that as the times get harder, you should get closer. And that you yourself are nothing. But if you put everything in God, you can accomplish it. And I guess uh, those are the most important tools people need. And just to equip people with this, this, this weapon, um, and sort of roadmap of life, uh, sure it takes pressure off. Because now you just know that as long as I just turn everything over and be faithful, worry is, is nonsense. It doesn't accomplish anything. You just keep your faith and you focus on what really is important. And uh, i got to thank you. Oh, man, i got to lighten this up a little bit. Whew! Um, I have a good story about Pastor Ravone. Um, when I was in high school, I had a teacher who didn't think he was very intimidating looking. So he actually asked Mrs. Pavone for a picture of Pastor Pavone to give to his daughter whenever any of the guys wanted to date his daughter. And so if you know Pastor Pavone, you know he has one of the most intimidating stares you've ever seen in your entire life. It's, it's really scary. And so he was joking about this in class. And, and he knew that I was related, so I just raised my hand. And I said, yeah, that without a doubt is one of the most intimidating stares. And he's my uncle, and I'm terrified of him sometimes. <laughs> And he kind of joked, isn't it true that you guys are 100% Italian? And I said, yeah, that's why they call him the butcher, because that's what he used to do. <laughs> he butched at day, and then he butched at night, too. And so 
we kind of, that was just a funny memory I thought of. And, you know, I've been on staff here for five years now, and, you know, Pastor does have that intimidating look, but he also just has just such a big heart, and uh, we're just so grateful for the way that he's led us and taught us on the staff. There's, like, a ranking of getting that stare on staff right now. Um, Andrew always gets the ranking number one. Without a doubt, he always takes um, all, all the attention off me and Doug, so we're really grateful for that. And then, kind of like... <laughs> Kind of like Pastor was saying today that, you know, um, when God looks at us, that Jesus' blood covers us until he sees us as pure. So luckily, I'm covered by my grandma's blood, which relates me to Pastor. And Doug is really thankful that Kelly's blood covers him when Pastor looks at him. Otherwise, we'd be right up there with Andrew. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just been so amazing just watching him lead and teaching us so much. And, uh, you know, he's really just put his hands to the plow, kind of like what Anthony said. That was something that I've been thinking about um, just a lot. He led worship here for 25 years, and me and him were just talking recently, and uh, he used to preach twice a week on Wednesdays and Fridays, and uh, Wednesdays and Sundays, and uh, I have so many friends that are pastors, and, I, and a lot of them are worship pastors, and I cannot tell you how often they complain about picking songs, and I just want to grab them by the neck and be like, what's wrong with you? Like, my pastor, he used to preach twice a week and lead worship at every service. And you, you know, Pastor, you were just have taught me that, that like to work hard in ministry and really push it. And, you know, I'm so grateful for that example. And, yeah, we love you. You put your hand to the plow, and there is... Just a great harvest here that you could look out. So many different generations. <laughs> oh, <guess>. I'm good. <laughs> wow, yes, I do get those stares. And I earn them. <laughs> uh, in a, less than a month, it'll be 10 years since I walked into this building. And uh, it changed my life. Um, and I want to thank you as the baby spice of the group here. I've... <laughs> I've uh, only been here for 10 years, not even, everyone's been here for more, um, for giving me a chance when most people didn't. Um, you know, you led worship, you did everything, and then to let some silly little kid kind of step up and be a part, you know, means, means the world to me. And um, you, just your faithfulness in both of you and the example you guys set, I can't anymore um, think that it sets an amazing example and precedent for us here. And uh, we're excited to see uh, this continue and see you guys be able to move into a new sphere. And uh, I'm so grateful for all you guys did. So thank you so much. And uh, can we just all can we just all stand right now? So he's not retiring. He's not retiring. They're not retiring, but. You guys have been so faithful. Um, I was reading 1 Corinthians 10, it's a, or 3. It says, By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder. <clears throat> I'll be all right. And someone else is building on it, but each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. And I think you guys have done that. <sighs> Keep going here if I can. <clears throat> if anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, Costly stones, wood, hay, or straw. Their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. 
If what has been built survives, <laughs> the builder will receive a reward. I know you guys will receive a reward. Well, I didn't plan on ending like that, but I'll, I'll do something else and then come back to it maybe. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we took a collection for you guys and uh, just got you guys a gift. And... Uh, I hope you guys are really blessed. <laughs> Actually, we did take a collection, and we want you guys to go somewhere really, really nice to thank you for your faithfulness. And uh, I only hope I can set up the next guy like you've set me up. All right, somebody do something now. <laughs> Well, we have some food. <laughs> um, they messed it up, of course. Um, it was supposed to be a lot of food. It turned out to be a little food. So there's more pizzas coming now, which wasn't supposed to happen at all. There was supposed to be all nice food, but it's not. So they, they messed it up when I went to order, pick it up this morning. But we do have food in uh, the cafe there through the lobby and to the right. And so we'd love for you guys just to go and grab some of that and just continue to celebrate the rest of the day here. Go for it. So next week, uh, we'd like to invite you back. If Doug can catch me, I will pass him the baton. If he can't, I'll be back the following week.